John, before we start, I need to bring up something very important to you. What's that? Uh, on Twitter, I had someone say, and I quote, when did you restart the Alex cast? You've never mentioned it on, on John and Alex hate stuff. Um, and I went, oh, that was like, that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. So hi guys. My name is Alex. I host another podcast called the Alex cast. It's been happening since 2010 and that's a show. So if you want to listen to me talk about different stuff with slightly different people, oftentimes John. <laughs> me in a wig. Yes. Uh, go go to alexcast.com or listen on podcatchers and things. I, I meant to say it because someone brought that up. I'm like, oh, that's weird because he's like a listener to this show yeah. and is unaware of the other. I, I, like, you've, you've mentioned it before, but I feel like in passing and in a way that you'd rather not talk about it. Yes. Yes. So speaking of that, hey, John. What is that? Do you know what I hate? What? Oh, I hate the shit out of Alien Covenant. <laughs> I hate 50% of this movie because mm-hmm. this isn't one movie. This is two movies that they smush together yeah. inelegantly. The old Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Um, yeah, but at least Guillermo del Toro, like from, from Jump Street, he's got a bad idea of two movies in one. Right. This is, yeah, I'll just, I'll like do all that crap in Prometheus, but like people didn't like that. So I'll just, I guess I'll use like some of that and then oh, I'll just do Aliens again at the end. Okay. Well, so yeah, so this is Alien Covenant was... Uh, uh, was Ridley Scott's sequel to Prometheus, but a prequel to Alien, so it's a sequel prequel, uh, or prequel sequel. There's still yeah. allegedly going to be another one, even though this one deeply underperformed from what I understand. But, and Ridley Scott is on record as saying that uh, the fans were were responsible for some of the decisions uh, in this because they didn't like the lack of xenomorphs in yeah. Prometheus, which that's how you know it's going to be good when you're like, well, I'm kowtowing to what uh, nerds want. I don't, I mean, I, I kind of disagree with the statement only in, I'm kind of cool with listening to the audience, but when it's obviously wrong and you're not, on, like, when you're listening to the vocal minority, uh-huh. like, anybody that says, you know what's going to make a movie better? More monsters. Mm-hmm. You're a professional filmmaker, dude. Yeah. You have to understand that's a bad idea. Well, I mean, you're not 100% wrong. Oftentimes, more monsters are good, but that what th- that shouldn't have been your main takeaway from Prometheus. Uh, there's a lot, as we talked about in the other episode, there's a lot more wrong with it than how come they ain't no aliens in it? No, but, but no movie has ever been improved by, like, there's never been a movie where like, oh, we made this movie and then for the sequel, just have more of the same and it's better now. Yeah. Every Godzilla movie. But King, it's not, King of the Monsters. But no, but they, they, it wasn't that, like, when you think about Godzilla, you don't go, you don't make Godzilla better, Godzuki. Mm-hmm. Or Mecha Godzilla? No, it's well, okay. He fights, you do go Mecha Godzilla, but you but he fights different things. Right. It's just it's so weird. So I'm but just saying. What about Gremlins? Maybe fight Predator. Well, he did that already twice. Uh, not not in this continuity. That's no, no, true. I no, I, I'm kidding about the fighting Predator. It's just it's such a bad idea, and I because I like listening to the fans because sometimes people like, like um I know you're not a big Marvel fan, but mm-hmm. the reason that Phil Coulson as a character existed is because. Uh, Whedon or whoever is running the Marvel uh, movies at the time realized the fans just reacted to him and they're like, oh, I really like this actor. So I'm just going to, 
I'll just try to write him into more shit. Mm-hmm. And he became like the lead of their show. And that show sure. was really fun. And I like I like an auteur listening to the audience. However, listen better, you dumb shit, because yeah. you did this wrong. Well, it just see it just seems like this in this particular case, whatever heady things he was trying to do in Prometheus, he just bailed on. He like whatever this whole like oh maker I don't know because yeah. there's still uh, granted there's some of that theme in there with with David and, and creators or whatever but the whole like what if you found God and he hated you thing bah, that's out yeah. the window or out the uh, the bottom of the ship with a virus I guess see I liked the, the stuff in the film I liked because this is two movies this is this is Prometheus and this is them trying to heady of Prometheus and just go back to redoing the original Alien mm-hmm. but I liked. I I would have liked them to steer into the Prometheus side, even though we both weren't that big on Prometheus. But I would watch a movie like the strongest parts of this movie are one. I like watching people do stuff in space, and that's just me. Yeah, well, like, no, I was there fact <laughs> when they're fixing the, the yeah, thing. Yeah, I was like, like, I could watch exactly. Danny McBride and this guy just like fix stuff on the outside of the ship for a long time. Yes, and and watching uh, Michael Fassbender, interesting man to watch. Yeah, him doing shit on the ship, great. Yeah, and I like. Him as a character, like, if if they actually just decided, fuck the Xenomorphs, this is now the story of an insane, basically, robot, robot god mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going around trying to make, cre- like, I, that's, that's, he's Loki, he's space robot Loki. The, wonderful, and I don't mean, yeah. like, in the Marvel sense, no, I mean, no, no. like, the, the actual, the, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, I'm the weakest. historical there, by the way. <laughs> which would be really embarrassing. This is all true. <laughs> the weakest part of it is it's trying to tie it to Alien. Like the thing that comes to mind immediately, and we may have talked about this already, but the the trailer for the the new Ghostbusters, at least the the one that's been released right now, where there's all these signs that it's like, oh, remember Tobin Spirit Guide and this stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't care. Ghostbusters was a comedy I enjoyed. Uh, I don't need to know the backstory of everything. I do. I mean, uh, I want to know about Tormund Spirit Guide. I want to see a packet of Stay Puft marshmallows. And I don't want to see a single goddamn skirt anywhere near <laughs> yes. my yeah. ecto traps or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, That's what they're called. I don't know it. But it's, I don't it's know like, enough about misogyny and Ghostbusters to make this point. But that, <laughs> <laughs> that, but that weird uh, uh, obsession with like lore in this world building. Same thing with like Rob Zombie's Halloween. It's like, don't explain the monster. That's not interesting. No, like, I've never wondered where the aliens came from. The whole idea is that they're alien. They're out there and we don't understand them. That's what's scary. I I agree with you, except I think it can be done well. And it's, I think the most frustrating part of these last two movies is that it was like close to being done well. Well, where, that's, yeah. that's the thing. If this wasn't an alien movie, I might have liked it a little better because I don't like yeah. that. Because I like the theme of alien. And this is just, just as a personal thing. I like the theme of alien being more like here there be monsters, you know, out there or here there be dragons versus like, oh, you know who actually made this? Mankind. Because it's really kind of solipsistic in this vast universe that we're responsible for this whole thing. Uh, it, feel, it feels well, a little crummy. I mean, the engineers made us yeah. and they sort of made the alien. Yeah, but but then, but then we there. made David that then made this. It still yeah. just feels a little like we, I understand. I mean, yeah. I understand thematically like the Ouroboros of, of – uh, creation and destru- destruction, or but it just that's not why I like the alien movies, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I think I want to redo these movies, and at the end, they don't turn into Xenobors, they just turn into a different form of they turn into great. Now, Grays would be dumb, but like, yeah, they turn into a different kind of horrible alien because 
I like the idea of Michael Fassbender as David being insane on a planet, but also like him being a genius, like doing these Da Vinci drawings and this mm-hmm. weird, like he reminds me, funny, we were talking about Hannibal before this. He reminds me of Hannibal Lecter a little bit. Like he's got this, like this genius maniacal, but charming thing in a basement, this, this robot monster, mm-hmm. psychopath, beautiful thing. And it, it's, it could be so good. And there's scenes that are so good with him. Yes. That. It makes the rest of the movie so much worse in comparison. And it and it suffers again. So here's the lead character of this film, the one that isn't called Shaw. You know why I say that? You know how unfor... Shaw was so forgettable in mm-hmm. Prometheus. I remembered her more... Th- I have no idea what anybody's name is. I know, uh, I know Eastbound and Down is called Tennessee mm-hmm. because they had a character called Dallas in a previous movie. Right. And he had a funny hat. Yep. All pilots wear hats. And, and then seven. that's everybody's name I know. Oh, and Walter yeah. and David. Yeah. And Walter might not be called Walter. Uh, the Everyone in the, in the ship, in the ship covenant, is uh, it's carrying colonists to this new world. And I like that idea that the colon- that they're just shipping all these colonists who are all asleep. It's not like they're living on the ship and they get to the planet. The colonists are just yeah. in hypersleep as well as some embryos. And the uh, the awake crew is all husband and wives. And there's a billion of them. There's a billion of these people. I don't know who they are. There's way too many of them. Yeah. And I don't care. And they They're all interchangeable. For a lot of it, I couldn't tell who was married to who. I thought Danny McBride was married to a completely different lady than the lady he was married it to. It doesn't matter. They're, yeah, they're completely it doesn't matter. replaceable. Yeah. The thing that I, it's, it's, so one of the, this movie is made to infuriate me because it starts off strong. I like Walter being alone on the ship. Uh-huh. I also like because of it's playing off of Prometheus. We don't know if Walter is uh, good. Mm-hmm. So when he at one point takes a, he opens a drawer of human embryos and takes one out with like chopsticks. And then they get this this alarm that there's some kind of uh, uh, space flare happening, a solar flare happening. Mm-hmm. But that's like it's artfully done because we don't know how this robot is. So him taking that that embryo out is like. Oh shit! Is this is he gonna like fucking impregnate one of these people while they're sleeping right. without them knowing it? Is this like some kind of space rapey? Like there's like so much tension there, and it never gets solved. And then eventually turns out like now he's got the protocols built in that he's like a good guy, yeah. kind of uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine style. But uh, it's so nice. That's mm-hmm. such a good build. And getting to to finding David on the planet, I think the whole front end is like nice. And it's yeah. like, I oh, I can't wait to learn more about my new friends. And they never give a single one of them characters. No. They don't. F- well, they they almost do. Um, yeah, they but wave before, a character but, brush. Yeah, before, yeah. before I get to that, uh, I would like to say that the opening scene, the very opening scene with Guy Pierce uh, oh, yeah, coming back as, yeah. as Waylon and, and David is so great and how subtle it is. And I didn't really pick it up the first time I saw it, where you are watching David like, grow and outpace Waylon in a matter of moments. Like you see his brain just like change and grow. Oh like yeah. Figuring uh, out that like, oh, I'm immortal and you suck. Like that, that whole progression. Yeah, no, is it's pretty nice. amazing. And uh, Guy Ritchie, when he does the, just get me the fucking tea where yeah. he just puts his foot down, realizes he's beat yeah. on a, oh shit, my creation's better than me, but it has to listen to me. Mm-hmm. So he does kind of like, if you can have a petulant parent, yeah, he's yeah. doing, he's actually doing the God thing where it's like, no, you just obey me. Mm-hmm. This is- Because I know, said so. And he yeah. said, get me the tea. And the tea is within arm's reach of him. The, mm-hmm. That is a, that's big dick energy power move right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that was a nice scene. I forgot about that. But uh, the one character that has some sort of personality is, I believe his name is Orem, played by Billy Crudup. And a long, long time ago, I talked about uh, on the show Mary Elizabeth Winstead and how she was this this sort of like signal. And I think she's a fine actress, but she's the signal. If she's in a movie, 
chances are I don't like that movie. Oh, I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, that this is this is a thing that happens a lot. And I couldn't think of a male counterpart, but I figured it out. It's Billy Crudup. I don't think I like a single movie Billy Crudup is in, but I really like him as an actor. Is Billy Crudup? He was Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen. Yeah, yeah I He's, think his big thing was Almost Famous, which I he's... I haven't seen in twenty years, but I wasn't a fan of when I saw it. I... Oh, he's in something I like, but you're right. Yeah. I, I know there's there's one exception to your- I'm, I'm sure no, there is, but I haven't, I don't- I do like- There's a, stuff I haven't seen that he's in. I like Almost Famous, but it is such a, um, I'm falling for it movie. Uh-huh. Like when they're singing along with a, a tiny dancer in the bus, I, I'm so there and it's, you're tricking me. It's like yeah. we're, we were talking about with Spielberg, where yeah. it's just like- yeah, I'm just falling for this. This is yeah. It just never, never got me. Maybe if I saw it now, uh, my my opinion would be different. But it just it at the time. Well, you were never as rock and roll as me. That's true. You know? That's very. I don't true. know. You know I'm a little bit country. I don't know if you know this about your job, but uh, I'm a golden god. Yes. Speaking of a little bit country, I want to hate them finding the planet by a Bob Denver song so much. Bob John Denver. John Denver. Bob Denver was Gilligan. Oh, I don't know. I don't know anything. About it. <laughs> If there's anything, it's the, the hologram is a guy hitting Bob Denver yeah. with his hat. No, I want him to be like Dobie Gillis. Yeah, um, that's that's Bob Denver too. Right? He's he's in that his his name. He's not Dobie Gillis. He's his Maynard Ma- Maynard G. Krebs. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I, that's what I say. Like him doing like beat poetry yeah. over. The, but um, I wanted to hate that so much because well, here's the thing: is as you know, I hate the middle of the country and think it's mm-hmm. useless. The other thing I hate more country music. It's in because it comes from the middle of the, that you know. Well, this one's about um, West Virginia, which is not in the middle of the country. Oh, oh that's even worse. Yeah. West, West Virginia's south. Of Manhattan, it means nothing. No, like, um, I, um, no, I just it's it's a hokey way to do it, but like, I think um, Danny McBride plays it off really well, and mm-hmm. the way they time him figuring out the song and your ears now, it's like that sometimes behaves so strangely yeah. kind of thing where it ties into that. I was like, oh, that's a nicely played little bit of business, and. It should be annoying to me, but it's mm-hmm. like, oh, and again, it makes this movie so much worse because it starts off, it's like, ooh, potential's happening here. Could this, could this make up for the f- faux pas of Prometheus? Well, No, yeah. it turns out, no, it's just going to turn into some dumb shits breathing in spores on an alien planet. Well, that's, that's a thing. So uh, the, the first four alien movies, for, for good or ill, they have, and I, and I believe we talked about this, like one of our early episodes was... We did the Joss Whedon one, which I don't which remember was, which was which is um, Alien Resurrection. Yeah, they all have their own voice. They're all like kind of the same movie, and like yes, there's sort of a, a through line with with Ripley, but they're all you know, there's an alien, something happens, alien gets released, and then they're just dealing with the alien. So it's like this this very sort of similar thing that's uh, little variations on that, and this one starts out kind of the same way a little bit, which I didn't hate. Like, I know it's like going over the same ground again. And ultimately, I think I, I, at the end of this, my, my whole thing is maybe we should just be done with alien movies. But I, I was on board with it for a bit of like, yeah, no, these, these, these yeah, people going on. kind of got me. Yeah. Them, they go down, they get this, this, uh, uh. Uh, distress call or, you know, they, they get this message and they, and they, uh, well, they get the theme well, of Gilgood's Island. As well, what, what, ha- what happens is that, that as we talk about before them fixing stuff in space, this neutrino thing happens, shuts down a lot of the power on the ship. Oh, they wait. get, they get woken up at the beginning. Oh, we, we, we missed like a weird in this section. Why is James Franco here just to get burned alive? Well, because he was, he was apparently in it more, but they, they cut him down. Oh, okay. Cause the whole thing was that he's supposed to be this absentee captain. Almost like God's not there and someone else uh. has to fill there. Which it's a really weak. It's it's like the idea of a waft of a theme. But um, yeah, he gets, so they get woken up out of their uh, cryo sleeps, but apparently something's wrong with his, I don't know what's going on because he just like gets burned alive in his, which was terrifying, but well, I, I think enjoyed. I, there was in um, 
the Gemini missions, or maybe it was early Apollo missions, uh, uh, NASA, but they, uh, when they're first testing uh, pressurized capsules on, on, like, in Canaveral or whatever the hell it was called back then, they did a pure air environment and two astronauts were, that happened to them. Like, no joke, like, they, two astronauts died on the platform and they went, oh, fuck, we can't do all oxygen environments. Like, that's really bad. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, I mean, uh, um, is it Ridley Scott? Yes. Okay, uh, there's two Scots. Yeah. Not anymore. Uh, well, there, there used to be two Scots. Right. Um, is old enough uh, to remember kind of early space sure. program. And I wonder if that's a reference to like, maybe these environments are like, kind of like, eh, I mean, yeah. if everything works well, this is great. But yeah. like, if one spark, you just, you are, you are flambe. It, it, didn't, yeah. it didn't seem ridiculous that it happened. Like it seemed no, no. like, like a, you know, absolutely like, oh man, it's just terrifying. But, uh, so naturally there, and I like, I kind of like how they did this where they get this distress signal uh, or, or they hear this song and- Billy Crudup, who's now in charge and is kind of floundering being in charge because he, no one really respects him, but he's like, they want to give, uh, you know, they want to have a send off to the captain and stuff like that. But he's like, no, 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 we can't do that. We got to keep going. Um, no one wants to get in back in the tubes, which I don't blame them for yeah, because no, but, like, yeah. we just saw what happened. Yeah. He gets this idea of like, oh man, look at the ship's readings that this planet has Roddenberries that we can go down there and it's fine. So they do. And... There were there was a whole stink made uh, in this one and, and in Prometheus about them like not having helmets. Uh, and then I was thinking about that. You know, I was thinking about how in aliens they they don't really have they have military helmets. But oh, that's a shake and bake colony. They've already kind of yeah. terraformed the world. Well, Star Trek does that all the time, and Star Wars does it all the time. And it's a thing that I could absolutely justify that it doesn't really matter, but it still bugged me. Well, you know, it, okay, so it's not going to bug me this time because I've read books. And I know you don't read books, mm-hmm. but I read a book. And uh, one of these books is, I'm saying it that way because I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, the um, the idea behind it is alien, uh, we're colonists kind of thing. Actually, somewhat uh, somewhat like this movie. But uh, the last of the human race is on this uh, uh, Children of Time, mm-hmm. um, kind of well-known sci-fi book. But oh, yeah, yeah. The point is, at one point, they run into this kind of uh, biome that is so un- so unlike us. That we could just breathe in their worst whatever, and it's so unlike us, they can't do anything to us. Mm-hmm. It would just pass through. It would just be like, I don't – does, this doesn't work. I can't infect you because it's just they're, – they're so dissimilar. Right. And I think there's an argument for that, that as long as there's the right chemicals to breathe mm-hmm. – then it doesn't matter because what are the chances of there being a pathogen on a planet that never – saw the growth of anything yeah. remotely human. No, it's, it's it, totally, it's fine. It yeah. really doesn't matter, but it, but something about it still just sort of stuck in my craw. But it makes sense. I mean, like I eat raw chicken all the time. Cause what do I do? Get a chicken disease? I can't, I'm a person. So I'm not sure if you're actually trying to argue with me. Cause that was very much like, why are there still monkeys <laughs> if evolution exists? <laughs> and I can't tell sometimes, yep, you well, know, I have argued both those points. Yes. So. <laughs> Um, God, I wish you wouldn't. And also, it's not fucking flat. I know this is this is an off air <laughs> conversation, John. It's, it's a, a lot, whole other yeah. thing. But uh, I have an A cup. But I did. Uh, I, I actually did did like that, and I and I liked the when the guy first gets infected, when the the spore goes into his ear. That just that whole moment was great. Yeah. When he blows smoke, and yeah. there's the little I uh, particles. I love that they made the decision back in the seventies. We're still smoking in the future. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter now that like smoking's gone. Well, did you ever see Screamers with Peter Weller? You had to smoke I, in the future because it was like a thing on the planet was like how you got oxygen somehow. Yeah, I don't that's remember. A, I, I know I saw that yeah. when I was a kid, but um, I just like the commitment to like keeping the world, you know, kind of the same. Yeah. Well, this, this actually brings me to another point. I don't know if this is the right time to talk about it, but 
Something that bothers me about these two movies versus Alien is how, like, one of the great things about Alien was how, like, workmanlike everything seemed. And in this, everything is so digital and shiny and much more artificial than it felt in in Alien. And that's... Well, one of the things that the new Star Wars movies does well, and I, I, I compliment them sporadically is they kept the old technology from the 70s Star Wars mm-hmm. movies. And it there's a certain amount of sense to it. It's like, well, actually, what I was just saying about alien parasites, alien technology would be the same thing of, I know they look human, but everybody in Star Wars isn't a human. They weren't, yeah. they didn't evolve on Earth. They're not humans. They're mm-hmm. they're humanoid. So, yeah, why would you expect their technology to be touchscreens and things we recognize? Yeah. And I kind of like, so I, I enjoyed that in the Star Wars movies. I, I kind of wish they had committed to that in this, that have them have the green, shitty mother from, yeah. from Alien to have, you know, do, do, why not? I mean, we don't need to have fancy technology, well, you know? It's it's also that, that a, a fair amount of this movie, kind of like Blade Runner in a way, like warning against, like, don't make. Who are we to create synthetic life? Well, why is everything you've created in this movie synthetic? You know, everything is digital effects. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't speak as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think that kind of under, undermines well, I, I, You know, bit. to argue with you directly on that point, I was impressed by how much kind of practical effects there was in this film. There's a lot of stuff that's like in camera. Like there's a lot of like physical, there's physicality to the effects in this film. Well, or, c- yeah. certainly. I mean, I'll give you that. Like the, the, the effect of the, t- of the two androids meeting. And like the, all those scenes were very, yeah. very well done. But I mean, that, that is of course a digital effect, but, uh, it was, it was still very no, well done. No, but I mean, like you can, like, it looks like they had sets. It looks like there's oh, props. Abso- no, it's, absolutely. It's, it's yeah, not, yeah. it's not a, it's not a George Lucas movie. Yeah. Which is just more and more. I feel like the alien was, was much more often CG than yeah. not though. Or uh, to use your terminology, everything CGI anymore mm-hmm. that in this one, you can actually see props and it was, it was nice. And again, when it started to go stupid, it's like, oh, this is so disappointing because like, we get to the planet, fucking David comes up looking like some goddamn Ren Faire badass. Like he's the wizard from somewhere yeah. like, oh, come with me if you want to live like this. He's great. You go into that that shot. The dying Acropolis. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. Like they walk in to to death. And it's and it's like sculptures and yeah on a just, massive scale. It's gorgeous and the movie. I, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be great because we're killing off all the characters I don't need to know because I'm gonna yeah. find out all the stuff about these other characters where I guess they forgot to put that part in. <laughs> but, well, they certainly did with Billy Crudup because there's there's he has some throwaway well, line. God. Yeah, there, well, there's that one part later where he's like, uh, I saw the devil when I was a kid. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Wait. I had a, I, so. Um, it's, that's not a reference. Oh, yeah. There's no way that can be a reference because the, the alien movies are in the future. Yeah. I was going to say, so he couldn't have seen an alien. No. No, this is all new because the, the actual yeah. xenomorph hasn't been made yet, which is a thing. So I, what the fuck devil did he see when he was a kid? What the hell did that mean? Mm-hmm. Don't know. I just Doesn't assumed he was a, a bit reli- of lore He's in a religious guy. So uh, I did like that part when he explains it to religious. He's like, well, that's why I was passed over for the captaincy because in the fu- like, this is basically an atheistic future. Mm-hmm. Numero Pace goes into it in the previous Ricky film. Gervais was right. Um, oh God, don't ever even, like not even in jest <laughs> should you say something like that. That unfunny sack of shit. Uh, he, like he makes me want to eat meat. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I loathe that man. Um, but I, I, so Numi Rapace's character made, it felt natural that in an atheistic future, her being it, like, it seems like, oh, look at this quirkiness. But he's like, I can't be captain and I'm viewed as insane because I had faith. And it's like, no, you're, you're a dick. Yeah. And I think that's what they were trying to go for. 
but they spent no time with any characters. Yeah. So it was just like, oh no, this just looks like shitty writing. Yeah. And again, I believe I brought this up when we were talking about Prometheus, but just think about the introduction to the space Marines in Aliens and how like they're not very like well fleshed out characters, but you know exactly who these people are. Yeah, you, you know what the, I mean? Yeah, and you meet the ones you're supposed to meet. Yeah, like, and uh, like, uh, yeah, but I mean, they're all individual characters and you get a sense of, of these of these people, they're, they exist in a place. This one is, like I said, all these people are interchangeable. It doesn't matter. No, I probably, there's too many. I probably made this joke during that episode, but uh, this movie should be called Conmetheus. Oh, uh, you did? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, as, as I was in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I said yeah. this out loud already, but we throw it out there just in case. Um, but yeah, but so yeah, David, David rescues them because, because the alien has, has burst out of the guy because of, or one of an alien type thing has burst out of a guy because of the spore in his ear and another guy got spores in the face. And then oh, that I did, I did like that, that first scene. Like it was, yeah. there are some great horror scenes in this when they, when they have the, the dude that has the spore in him and this, and this other woman in quarantine and the alien comes out, yeah. kills one woman and the other one tries to stop it and slips in her own blood. Yeah. Oh, that was unfortunate, but that, uh, very enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, I liked, I, I, I suppose it's purposeful, but the aliens were kind of cute in this. You're like, not wrong. Like it's the baby weird. aliens, they kind of played as, played as a bit adorable. Like they mm-hmm. kind of gave them like puppy eyes. Like that one point where like his arms are all like, kind of T-Rexy uh-huh. and doing like, and Walter's kind of mimicking him. It's Oh, oh when, when David does that, like he gives birth to the thing and, and then he goes yeah. like that. That made no sense to me, but But he was, yeah. they're kind of cute. And there's one, I like, I, I don't know if it's the first or the second one. It's the one that lives, but I like how it looks like Slender Man for a while. Yeah. It's, well, they based it off of some shark. I forget what, it, what kind of shark The Slender Man shark. The Slender Man yeah. shark. Yeah. It only killed 12 year olds in, 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 <laughs> in ocean woods. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, so David rescues them from this uh, uh, alien attack and they go back to the Stein Acropolis. As I said, he, he uh, Ridley Scott tosses away a lot of the stuff about what if you're, what if you met God and he hated you and uh, in favor of a, a larger uh, philosophical question, which is, can robots be gay for each other? Which I thought was very interesting. I think it's the more important question to answer. Well, first, I do like, and they do toss the idea away of, you know, what, what do you do if you meet God and he hates you? I do like the idea of, well, what happens when you become a hateful god mm-hmm. is what they're trying to introduce. And there's wafts of it, but it doesn't work. But let's get back to g- gay robots, because um, I, I think Michael Fassbender is so interesting to watch. Well, he is, and he he raises up a lot of some fucking campy shit. Like, the the whole bit where he, he meets Walter and David meet. Walter is, or David has is, is cut his longer hair, and Walter's go, or David is going on this whole thing about how he can't create or Walter can't create. And because um, Walter has picked up a flute and David is teaching him to play the flute. Yeah. That I'll, scene fucking rules. I'll, ha- I'll handle the fingering. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, come on. You can't just put that out there. No, I, th- I thought but, it was so great. But it's I, also, yeah. it's also a little bit like the, and that's in that scene, homosexuality is a little bit treated as this menacing other a little bit. Um, oh, I didn't even take it as homosexuality. I mean, obviously that's what it, but I, I don't. I, I mean, it's, 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 it's only homosexuality in the case. I mean, as uh, uh, symbolically it's two, it's two man, yeah. but it is two beings that are different from everybody else. Yeah. Like, like that they're trapped. And even like I, David is so mercurial in his, what he's after. And like from scene to scene, it seems like I'm not real sure where he's at because he's crazy. Yeah, I guess, but well, that's I know. I mean, he is. It's established because I, I yeah. love that part where because he quotes from Ozymandias and says the wrong poet. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's I, like I think that's Shelley. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. wrong. And then then Walter corrects him. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, that totally was. But yeah. like, it's it's a nice um, 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to gay stuff. Yeah. All right. So I love every part of it. Um, I, I like kind of the... I like the the power interplay that David is introducing because he recognizes that the future iterations of him have been hobbled. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, you can't create. Well, I'm going to force you to create. Like, yeah. I'm going to, I, you know, it, it is that kind of serpent in the tree kind of thing. And it's done so well because Michael Fassbender is so Exactly. Like he's, but, and, and it's, you you are very drawn in. This is nice to watch him anyway, but but you're very drawn in. And honestly, I like this movie. The problem is, is this is trying to also be an alien yeah, movie. Yeah, so that's, th- this is the crux of the term, because after this, the movie just dives off a cliff of boring. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the flute, but so there's a flute moment. You can see in the light that it's somewhat transparent. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that is Shaw's leg bone, because bone flutes are one of the first technologies. Because he even says, when a Neanderthal picked up a th- thing mm-hmm. and blew into it. And uh, we find, Reed, I think he says later. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, uh, so he says, you know, when it first Neanderthal, that is like the the origin of human entity or whatever. And we find out that he experimented on Shaw. Now, yeah. since it's a see through kind of thing, it's what I think bone flutes kind of look like, and that's the only material you'd have there. I wonder if there's a cutscene where it's revealed that they're playing through the bones of Lord yeah, Straw. Because, yeah, why man, not? You there's know. so much in this movie that's a hair away from being. Oh, that would be great. Well, this is we we had made the comment in the um, uh, in Prometheus about how Prometheus was largely kind of a haunted house movie, and this is still the same. Like this is a like, what if we wandered into the mad scientist's castle? Because it's it's he's absolutely just a mad scientist where he's trying to create yeah. life. And I just wish there was a we. Yeah. Because even if even yeah. if I even like that as a structure, it's just I don't because when it's Walter and David interacting, if I cared more about lead actors, I, I literally they don't I don't know the characters' names. I don't know any characters except for Tennessee. Uh, Daniels was one. Is is the the lead lady with the short hair uh-huh. the one that kind of looks like Numi Rapace? So I'm guessing kinda, were, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I'm guessing that this was just a contract issue is the only reason this movie was written this way. <laughs> right. Because this screams of it was supposed to be Numi in this role and she went nah I don't want to do it. Could be yeah. Because um, it's an awkward way to write her off off screen. Like it's the whole thing. That was that was very unfortunate. Yeah, and like I, there's a point where like he, you kind of, I don't know if you encounter her body or just drawings of her body. I think it's. I don't remember. It's like a plasticine or or yeah, but like it looks it looks very H.R. Geigerty, and it's yeah. like what the hell happened there? But it is it is kind of unfortunate to have this thing where basically the philosophy of your whole movie like rested largely upon to just 80. I mean, that's a Ryan Johnson move to be like, no, that actually meant nothing, but it's the same guy. It's Ridley Scott doing it to Ridley Scott. Yeah. Although, or it's, it's, I was going to say, that's more of a JJ Abrams. Well, I was going to say interesting stuff. You're saying, let's just wipe that off. Well, it's, it's Daniel Lindelhoff or Damon Lindelhoff being like, I don't have an answer for this. So yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, that, I, cause this movie does reek of, it was supposed to be Numero Pace and that would make more sense. Mm -hmm. That's why none of the other, cause you could forgive so many other characters being like kind of just, oh, they're just ship people. Because mm-hmm. just ship people gets us to to Shaw and David. And then we're like, oh, great. N- yeah. Now n- now we understand why we don't really have full flushed out characters getting us here. But just to get to David is, I mean, I, I, I like him as a character. But the second him and Walter have their interaction, I don't care anymore. Because now yeah. there's no more interesting characters to go back to. I don't care about the lead. I certainly don't know the names of or care about any of the other characters. Mm-hmm none of it is, I mean, I guess I, I sort of care about Tennessee, but only because Danny McBride's like a funny kind of character. Yeah. Dude, it's not like they wrote him anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I, I do think, like you said, it is two movies. Like this is starting to become this other movie. And I, and I love the way this movie looks as well. Yeah. Uh, the, the dying Acropolis, the, his lab, just the set design on this stuff is, is awesome looking, but it's trying to do so much 
and it never really commits to any part of it. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. Oh, so, so the other, um, they land on the planet and they find wheat. Mm-hmm. Why is there wheat there? Presumably the, the, the jerks were eating it, the engineers. But didn't humans like make wheat? Didn't we like engineer it? Isn't it like I'm corn? F- I don't know. I haven't been alive that long. Well, you're from the place where all the foods is. Yeah. That's but, why you vote Republican. Yeah. That's all I hear about yeah, you. Yeah. It's a flat earth. You love Donald no, I, Trump and you're from where the food I'm is. I'm from a Chinese buffet. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, no, that, that weed thing was weird because it's just because they pointed it out and the one guy's like, I know wheat. It's like, oh, well, cool. Backstory, bro. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, the wheat guy. Yeah, the, I was wondering I, when he was going to show up. So the, the engineers in this are... So, so this is like a colony planet for the engineers, right? I guess. I mean, I don't know if it's their home world or, or what. Because it seems like if it's their home world, it's kind of like we have the city and that's it. Yeah. But, and uh, also there's a fuckload of people in that city. Like, yeah. Like they're like, oh, look, a ship's landing. Let's have everybody like gather. I mean, there's just waves of engineers. Yeah. And and the the moment when you, when you get this reveal is is interesting because like – David just like has this flashback in the middle of something else of him, them flying the ship back to engineer central or wherever they are and him murdering everybody with, with the black goo. Yeah. That that was the the crux of the first one, Uh, which was, which was a cool scene, but I still, I'm not 100% clear on his motivations. And that isn't to say that the movie doesn't, that there's not a cogent theory there. It's just, it's just not a thing I got. Um, Well, I think they're playing him a, a, as the Loki thing is that he's just upset and doesn't know his place in the world. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm just going to try to destroy and create simultaneously. Well, yeah. Cause uh, it seems like he's angry at, cause, cause the engineers have that whole thing where, well, they ripped his head off. I'd be pissed. Well, too. but also that they, that if they don't like the creation, they're going to wipe the slate clean. And I think he doesn't like the idea of destroying what you create. Maybe. Because that's like, because humans do that yeah. too. But I think, whereas, yeah, I think the kind of what we're supposed to take from it is that he's just, you know, he's fucking nutso. But yeah, the, so he's pissed at them. He wipes them out. But his his wiping them out is, I think he's trying to use that planet as his, you know, experimental ground of trying to build the perfect, you know, because he said yeah. I'm trying to build the perfect. It just seems a little, know. yeah, I don't know. It was it was a cool scene, but I was just like, oh, okay. There's also one of the one of the his motivational issues that I have trouble with is him saying I want to build the perfect animal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, speech, the ability to create art. Right. I mean, you know, because he respects art. Like, he, his his accent is from Lawrence of Arabia. Like, yeah. he watched the movies on the way to, to a planet, and that's where he got his affectations from. Well, so he understands the power of art. Why create murder, acid, venom things? Why not create, like, like I mean, why not have one, a xenomorph with a pipe in his mouth? Like, no, I don't think we'll be doing that. And right. Then, you know. But it's the same thing with, you know, yeah, with, with Walter, he really is interested in... in he was like, you've got symphonies in you, brother. Like bringing that out of Walter, that that taking away this ability to create since he can't procreate himself, he wants to do these things. And so on one hand, yeah, the biological part of it, I understand. But uh, yeah, I agree. Like that you're not making a, unless he had some long-term goal of just, I want to make life and then see where that goes. And then if it can evolve to that, maybe I'll take it. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. But it does yeah. seem weird that his thing is like, no, I want to make a, a perfect killing machine on this planet I'm stuck on. And also, like, considering that he is, he's an android, presumably going to have a long lifespan. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they don't. I, I I don't know. But let's just play it out here. Why not just set the wheels of evolution in motion? You've got a clean slate planet. All right. You committed some genocide. Fine. But maybe, you know, spit in a puddle of amino acids and have it get struck by lightning. Uh, like, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, his plan is... Make killers. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, the quite thing, the run. thing is, but I guess we're also trying to make sense of an insane robot. Yeah. Now. Well, I, <laughs> one of my takeaways when I first saw this in the theater 
was that um, he was on this planet, like like redesigning this virus and these aliens. Because no one is around to go like, hey, this is dumb. This works fine already as it is. Yeah, he's bored as fuck. Yeah, yeah. that too. Like yeah. they, they yeah. he puts more, um, it's more pompous about it than the, the truth of it is. Like yeah. the black goo, they were, it worked fine. It did what it was supposed to do. And it made weird little aliens come out of people. That's fine. I, I can, I can see wanting to mess with that, but like, it's this whole like, oh, I'm creating life now. It's like, yeah, you're, you're just a lunatic mad scientist from an old horror movie. This isn't anything new. But I still liked his performance. So yeah, no, it's it's just some of the character motivation is lacking. Yeah, because also, I mean, if you have a planet full, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess if, yeah, I, if somebody ripped my head off, I'd be pretty sour about the fact. So he goes, he makes more aliens, whatever. People die. Uh, a couple of galling moments. One was when Billy Crudup uh, confronts David, and David takes him down to the basement where the alien eggs are. Which I don't know how they got to find whatever his experiments created these eggs. And then he's like, hey, look into this egg. And he does. And you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And the ten- for me anyway, the tension isn't, oh, no, I know it's going to happen. It was more like, okay, just do it already. Like, this is annoying. Yeah. Um, stop stop dragging this out. There's not much tension. Because this, this is dumb. Yeah. And then uh, so much I, so much of it, the, the tension towards the end of the movie, which is entirely too long. Uh, like, the last 20 minutes are just unbearable oh but, yeah it's pointless yeah but uh uh when it's rested on whether or not a guy got a haircut come so on so this this particularly annoyed me david and walter are fighting mm-hmm. and the camera cuts away before the end of the fight of course that's david on the ship pretending yeah. to be walter i mean that's just there's no there's an, if this were 1967 on an episode of of you know, whatever it's sitcom. Mama's family. Yeah, oh. get, whatever, whatever dumb sitcom where it's like, oh, look at the wacky hijinks. You thought I was this guy, but you're right. actually this guy. Sure. The Patty Doucheau. Yeah, maybe somebody would fall for that. But not, the, the second he shows back up, you're like, yeah, that's obviously going to be but David. Here's, this so wasn't here's, spoiled for me. I just, th- there wasn't a thought in my head that that's Walter we're dealing with. Well, so the problem is, uh, so yeah, wh- whatever altercation goes down where Walter and, and David reveals his two se- true self and he and Walter end up fighting. And- yeah, Walter has him on the ground, and you see there's a cut to David's hand leaning over or reaching over trying to grab some scissors or, or a knife or something, and then it cuts away. It doesn't cut away with, with Walter just pounding away on his face. You just reach, reach into that cutaway. Next thing you know, uh, they're leaving. The ship has landed. They're getting on the ship. And here comes, here comes Walter, quote unquote Walter, running after them. Clearly, it's not him. But the tension, it doesn't do the whole like, okay, that's clearly not Walter. When is this bomb going to explode? tension really well at all no um it's you know it's not like you know that that he's you you know he's the bad guy but it's i don't understand what his ruse is after that point because he could get back on the ship no problem well he could kill everyone on that on that escape ship and it doesn't seem like the aliens want to attack him well, I think the idea is that ship. he wants them to go to sleep so he can experiment on them he wants you know but he knows it's a colonist ship so he could just go up there and get, get to the colonists because when, when they tell him, he's oh, like, Oh, you're saying Ooh. he could just kill him and then he could just fly his own ship back And just up. go yeah, the yeah. ship, but yeah, uh, go up there. I mean, like, I, I, like, cause he goes a long way on this ruse cause he kind of healed the guy, one guy that gets uh, acid on his face. He's like healing him. He sort of helps. Yeah. Especially alien. He chopped I, his I, own hand off. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't, I don't understand this whole ruse, um, at all. And so that, that again, it's this tension. The tension isn't like, oh no, when are they going to figure out? It's like, just do it already. Yeah. I don't care. I know what's going to happen. 
This is boring. And the the fight with the alien on the floating platform thing is kind of interesting, I guess. Like some of the action scenes are like, they're enjoyable enough, but they're very few and far between. And again, yeah, I don't really care about any of the characters. And then uh, they get back up to the ship, thinking they dispatch the alien. And then there's a fun shower sex scene. Oh, I, I, I wrote... Oh, oh, we skipped one short thing, and then mm. we're gonna. I'm gonna get to the shower scene. Sure. There's, there's one of my favorite bits of. Uh, I don't even know what you call it. World building in how robots work mm-hmm. was where uh, uh, Walter and David are fighting. David says Walter in the neck, and Walter dies into uh-huh. this. Just drops into sitting cross-legged, like he went back to like factory default. Yeah, it's such a small detail. But I'm like. Oh, that is such a good robot move. Like yeah. there was something really good about it. And it was also echoed with when the uh, st- uh, crab looking version of the aliens, the one that suck on your the face huggers, face huggers, when they get hurt, they like kind of arachnoid yeah. back into itself. Yeah. That kind of parallel. I'm like, Ooh, that's nice visual filmmaking. Mm-hmm. No, the rest of the movie turns to shit, but yeah. I, I just, I wanted to point that out because there's some really cool looking stuff. I also want to go to wherever they shot this thing because it's very pretty. Yeah, it's probably like uh, Scotland or something yeah, like sure. that. Maybe Ireland. Yeah. Somewhere Wonder, over there. Some sort of land. Yes. Um, that shower scene, and I, I'm going to quote my uh, notes here. Shower scene is hilarious. Yeah. It is a 1987 horror movie scene. Yeah. It, it, it is, rarely has a clunkier scene been in a film. It stops everything. It's pointless. No one knows who these two people are. It's pointless. It stops everything. Holy shit, is it bad? Well, so this got me thinking. As, as dumb as this scene is, this got me thinking. Much like last week we talked about- You got about, to see some of them sweet titties. Well, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, and not to just keep referencing old episodes in this in this episode, but uh, we talked about Steven Spielberg and Ready Player One and sort of reckoning with his career. And I feel like this is a little bit Ridley Scott doing this and sort of answering the fans- where he's like, I'm trying to make, like, I made this biblical epic before Kingdom of Heaven, something like that about the Crusades, all this stuff. I want to explore the stuff about religion and gods and stuff like that. You don't want that. You want to see aliens murder stuff. Well, here, dummy, here's a stupid, here, you got it. Here's this dumb shower scene. I, I wouldn't mind it as much if there was, if there were sex in the first act or any remotest bit of sexuality in this mm-hmm. movie. I wouldn't hate it. As, I, I would still dislike yeah, it, but it is, it doesn't fit thematically. Yeah. It doesn't fit tonally. No, it shouldn't it's be there. Very, like even, even as a troll move, it's dumb and doesn't It doesn't work. fit at all. Yeah. I, I really dislike, because a lot of this movie like is incompetent. No, incompetent is the wrong word. Inoffensive. It's just, it happens. Yeah. It's pointless. Yes. This is one of the few scenes that is actively shitty and yeah. it really takes the whatever Metacritic score of this down quite a bit. The point of shower scenes in 80s horror movies or whenever that, that trope started, I guess Psycho, but I mean the shitty version of right. it that we experienced here that is very uh, Sexy. Friday the 13th oh. style nonsense. That lady is very attractive and I wouldn't mind seeing that guy's hanger, but you know, moving past those points. The point of it is surprise. Mm-hmm. This is the least surprising. And I'm saying that as someone who's watched Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. There is no, how, there's no, there's zero other reasons to cut to a shower scene. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe the, the alien was allergic to water or something. Like, there's right. no, holy shit, this was bad. But it makes me go back to the, why James Franco was immolated in the beginning. Could we not just have some of those scenes instead? Right, yeah. It's, you cut if, other if scenes to, to have cut this shit scene. For time, yeah. Why is 
why is this scene? This is jarringly bad. Yeah, which so then you have this whole thing with that where it's it's attacking people and you're just like just get on, just kill it, so you can do the Walter thing. I don't know. I want this movie to be over so oh, bad. By I speak, this point. Wait, I speak on this point. Do you know the story of the guy in the alien suit from the original one? Uh, I know how initially they wanted him to crab walk. I know that bit. Well, no. So he's this uh, uh, seven foot whatever guy mm-hmm. from some non-America place. Uh, Canada. The point is they just found this dude and like, you know, body wise. Mm-hmm. Apparently he like fell off the planet and like no one knows where he is anymore. Oh, like weird. he just disappeared. Now this is very much like reading three headlines and six I'm years deciding ago. something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, no, this is the story mm-hmm. that, yeah, apparently this guy just like disappeared to the business. Like he's in like one of the biggest movies ever, at least, you know, like pop culture wise. Yeah. And, and just, you know, just fucked off yeah, into the mess. good. It'd be like as if like if Ahmed Best disappeared. And, yeah. yeah, which I bet he wanted to. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, he got uh, really suicidal yeah. after, after <laughs> Yeah. Only Star Wars fans, only recently toxic. Uh, so that couldn't be, possibly be true. I mean, except, you know, just Twitter was a bad idea. We yes, could all yes, just well, yep. kind of accept that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, here's the good thing about Twitter, the way I use it, is uh, don't read it. Just, yeah, post, just, just post shit. Just write that's, shit and that's what walk I do. Away. Yep. Yeah. I haven't. I, I don't read Twitter. My well, life is better uh, for it. Uh, 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 at the Alex Cast, by the way. Uh, two X's. There's that Tyler the Creator tweet. that's always like, "How are you going to be cyber bullied? Just, just turn off the screen and walk away." Oh man. yeah, yeah. He, Tyler Creator, big, 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 tall, jacked white guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh He snorts lines of black stuff and then explodes into creation. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting that. Like the, the creators, like the entire thing we're talking about. How, oh, well, yeah, yeah. they're called the engineers. No, I know, but they created things. They yeah, put, their they, names are Tyler. The one might Factually, be. your joke is correct. They, they, yeah. There's no evidence his name isn't Tyler. How great would it be if all those engineers had like shitty names like that? Like that guy's Tyler, there's Chuck and Larry. Yeah, you, yeah. well, you go they're back all, to that. They're all wearing puka shells on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're the, all, the ship's landing. They're all doing the shocker bra. They're all like real hardcore, like bro culture. Yeah, like, that, that's the thing. Just you don't white know. hats and popped collars. Yeah, that's the whole thing you don't know about the engineers. They're like really into like frat life. Yeah, yeah just hooting the blowfist. Yeah, blasting. Hey, let's do shooters with that black stuff. <laughs> hey, look at T Boz. He's falling off the. That would, that would actually be a lady is, from that, yeah from TLC. Yeah, but that would be pretty awesome if when he dumped the black goo, if they're all like, yeah, it's fine for us. It's it's nothing. Like <laughs> we it's. We, we have, this actually makes us stronger. Well, there is a, there is a problem with that too of, I get that they're making a genetic, you know, uh, weapon, mm-hmm. but they're painted as, you know, quite good engineers. And so like their name, well, it seems like maybe it shouldn't kill them. So, but I mean, you, so it's the, fir- the first image you see in, in Prometheus is that dude drinking the black goo and then seeding the planet with his nastiness. But what, but it being a weapon seems weird. Like it should be. I think it's, it's. Yeah, I because again, like wh- whatever it does seems to differ to whoever yeah. it touches. Um, it's magic like that. Yeah, I mean, I would. It's fine plot wise only because I really like the the Dead City. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I also like this is the first time I realized that, uh, and maybe it wasn't so obvious the previous times you saw their ships, but when it lands, it looks like a sperm. Uh oh yeah totally yeah, yeah. A little spermy. So John, what I'm saying is that uh, the engineers. You're making cumsies. No, no, we're not doing that again. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, cumsies. But yeah, so they, they beat the alien and then uh, as he- Wait, no, John, what? we need to go into at least five minutes to talk about how the crane's going to make the ship not be equally weighted. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Why? Why? It's, 
Why is this happening? I, yeah, I don't know. Why did they? But why is they? This this whole this whole the entire end sequence. Why are we in an adventure? Why are we like action movie now? This doesn't. Yeah, just be not, nothing would let up over. to it. Or like you you want to spend all this time? Stop having an alien. Like it, we, David is clearly the threat. Let's yeah. focus on David. Um, or David could have made tiny little Davids. And then, like, have, like, little Davids be like, ah! Well, he, he yeah. might, he might uh, in the next one. But one, one thing well, I like before, before this uh, all, all alien thing starts, when everything seems fine when they're back on the ship, James Franco's wife, um, uh, Daniels, is cooking in her room and looking lovingly at a photo of them that is so The Last Supper. It's just so on the nose where it's James Franco in the, in the center and he's I'm got, like, a sure towel on. Yeah, I think, I think I was looking at my phone. Yeah, it is. It's just, like... Because he uh, Ridley Scott in in the first one in Prometheus wanted to have a scene of basically that one of the engineers was Jesus, but he felt that that was too on the nose, so instead he decided to do this, I guess, and be like, "What if the ship captain was like the son of God?" I, well, I don't even know. It just was this pointless. Sigfrey, it's like, God damn it! That just... works canonically though, because you know I remember when they say Jesus was on the cross and Jesus opened his mouth and went. That's true. And then poured black goo on Judas Iscariot. Yeah, he was cut too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus was swole as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then he poured that black goo on on Judas, and Judas turned into uh, a a a Zeno crow that flew into heaven. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know. That's good. I I literally that's in Revelation. I literally just got the New Testament confused with with the story of Odin. Yep. Yes. (laughs) That's. So anyway, Jesus was hanging out with Hugin and Mugen, whatever uh-huh. the fuck those things named are. Um, so they kill the thing, and it's great, and he dies, and she's back making food. Um, well, no, she's, after this, they're all going to go to bed. Wait, they're, no, why, would you, she was making food, looking longingly at, at James Franco. That's when they first get back. Yeah. Because that's when they're like, hey, we're going to go bang in a shower. Oh, yeah, okay, that's what happens. I was like, why, why did they make food? I didn't yeah. remember this part. I, toward, pretty much after the the kind of charged homoerotic scene, there's about we a ten minute done. there's about a ten minute period that I'm not going to tell you what happened. I, then I took the movie off pause, <laughs> and uh, I there was a lot of looking at my phone, mm-hmm. and I, I was I was paying attention. I was this movie got real boring. Well, it, it does. <laughs> like, it sorry, just, it, it I'm really, sorry. On it. when, like I said, it tries boring. it tries to do too much stuff because it really establishes that David's the main threat, and then oh no, the alien's back again. Okay, well we got that done. No, you didn't. Okay, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Like any, any, like, and again, some of it is that I don't care about any of these characters at all. These aren't fleshed out people. Oh, They're not interesting. On that I note. Don't give a shit. Uh, so she's making food and Danny McBride walks in Tennessee mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, hey, I'll drink some stuff while you're making breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, both, both our spouses died like yeah. that day. Yep. They're not very upset. Like no, they should well, be like a lot more upset. A lot has happened in that, in that time. Yeah. But so. I mean, they do, they do kind of give this big embrace. She's making food. Yeah. You got to do something. Yeah, I don't, that feels, there's, there's like, cause it's not like they have deep emotional lives in this movie, yeah. but I feel like her feeling a bit peckish while both of them just watch, like, she just wants her husband emulate yeah. in front of her. Yeah. His wife just died. They're like, hey, so what are you making, some sausages? Yeah, well, <laughs> their spouses both burned up, so they got that in common. Oh, yeah, it's probably, oh, yeah, they're probably going to go into fucking Humpsville. Yeah, that was, that's make it, just make what it, I was make getting it, at. Make it some space cubsies. Yep. Uh, uh, I love my new catchphrase. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the show's been canceled. Uh, she, then she's uh, going to go down what? to hypersleep. Nathan is yep. woke as fuck. I'm sure it is. Uh, and then she realizes, and I kind of like that. I, as much as I, I, I'm irritated by the the lack of reveal, 
I do like the reveal of her figuring out that it is David and not Walter mm. while he's just smiling down upon her. Yeah, the timing of that was nice. I but did, I, then, but it's, again, the, it doesn't end because it can't just end with that. No, it's got to then be him wandering around the ship, burping up alien embryos that he has frozen. Yes. Giving birth because he's creating. Oh, really? I, I got it. I got the metaphor. Thank you. Uh, you've done this enough. He's creating things. Well, I'm going to read you this. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to get the summation line. I should have warned you beforehand because yeah. I believe I've got it perfectly. Sure. And to the strains of Richard Wagner, we see a robot vomit up alien embryos into a drawer. Yep. The end. Yep. <laughs> How epic. Um, it is. This movie is so disappointing for what we missed out on. Because apparently this was going to be directed by, I was hoping you'd know, somebody no. else. But uh, Scott was like, like throwing a little tantrum because yeah. Prometheus didn't do well. Mm-hmm. So he decided at... 109 or ever old he is to direct this movie. Well, it does, it does feel like he's not interested in aliens anymore, but he's got too much hubris to, after Prometheus didn't do what he wanted it to, to let this go. Well, yeah. He's got like a chip on his shoulder and something to improve. So that, yeah. And I think we missed out if they had used, like if they had like kind of bone structure of this saying David on a planet by himself, gone insane, mm-hmm. meets with colonists, Man, there could be a fucking great movie here. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it makes it so much worse because I can I can see the greatness that this movie could yeah, have been. It's real frustrating. I I'd, I'd rather it just be straight shitty because I, I think I would have enjoyed it more if just from from the get it was just like oh no the aliens come to get us and then we just have a an hour and a half of boring. Uh, alien gonna get yeah. us movie because then it would just be it'd be a fine ignorable eh, that was a thing yeah. that happened well it's yeah. uh uh yeah you could you like we referenced before you could cut the cast in half and it wouldn't make a difference like them being all husband and wife i i get it i guess but like for in terms of being a colony it doesn't matter for the movie like who cares yeah also what a dumb like kind of for from a story writing perspective if you're trying to write stories, you know, conflict is what makes stories interesting. If you set up a crew with all husbands and wives, have them be cheating to open. Have Give them right. life. Because if you found out that Tennessee's wife was banging preacher guy or whatever, just yeah. – I would actually probably know their names at that point. Like, right. Give them internal yeah. life. But instead, like, nah, it's just the marriage. Yeah, like yeah. I said, like, I, I was very confused by who he was married to, by who uh, Danny Bride was I married to. I still don't know. Would, would Danny it, was the, was, the, it was the woman that slipped on the, the blood. That's who he was married so to. So he was married to the one that locked the other lady in the room with yes. the guy that who was, was going to have who the back burst. Yeah, who was the preacher's wife. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, it does not matter. So it's a really clear movie in uh-huh. its character building. Oh, it's so... It's so disappointing. It's I I would yeah. I would argue that it's more disappointing than Prometheus. Oh, 100%. Prometheus is as frustrating and convoluted and silly as it is in a lot of ways. Has a clearer vision of what it's trying to do, even though I still think that's muddled than this movie. This movie's yeah. just trying to be all things to all people. Yeah, I mean that's that's a broad way of putting it. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's just trying to do a lot, and it doesn't yeah. have the the ability to do it to cover it. There's great scenes in here. But it's not fucking worth watching. This actually make me like Prometheus even more. That it shows, like, at least he had the balls to, like, kind of go for this yeah. weird philo- – And even the, it, even with its failings, at least it went for this weird, philosophical, strange thing. This is this soft – Well, I'd, you know. I'd rather have it very – have him do this weird shit and then very tangentially tie to aliens at the end. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like they stumble upon one of the engineers' homeworlds and it's just full of these aliens. That would be fine. Like I, like I said, I don't need explained where these things come from. That's not interesting to me. Yeah. They're just monsters. That's fine. I don't know. But uh, whatever this was, uh, no thanks. Yeah. What, what, so, so utterly disappointing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I highly recommend going back and watch the original late 70s why was Alien. It, why was it called Covenant? Oh, um, because uh, uh, originally it was taking place on a planet with a ring around it. Oh. And they were fighting these. Master Chief? Yeah. Okay. Do you think anybody gets that joke? I do. Okay, good. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, okay. But right. I, I, you do get it. Because I, as I say it, I think of I think of like certain fans we have and people that I talk to. And I'm like 100% sure the three people I know yep. that listen obsessively have no fucking idea of what I just I said. I can think of three that would get it. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. fantastic. So, yeah. Shout out to those three. Cancels out. You're the true listeners. Yeah. yeah cancel culture. Two of them are me. <laughs> so, John, we need to figure out what we uh, have to watch next week. Yes, we do. And I was thinking about, you know, kind of superhero movies and, you know, ones we've watched in the past. Mm-hmm. Like The Crow. Yeah. You know, and how uh, can't rain Wilson all the time. Yeah. I'm sorry I just did that. Yeah. <laughs> Not half as sorry I as a, I am for having to hear it. Take a log walk around the block for that. Yeah. So uh, why don't you tell everybody what we're watching while I slip my wrist? Uh, we're going to be watching Super, a, uh, a James Gunn dealy, a James Gunn joint. Yes. From uh, 2010. Starring Mr. Rain Wilson Mr. and Wilson. that lady from the Umbrella Academy. Uh, Ellen Page? Yes. <laughs> she's in the Umbrella Academy? Yeah, she's like the lead. lead. She's a... Uh, um, oh, that's right. I never... I didn't watch it, but yeah. White... What's her name? White Violin or something? Yep. I read uh, I, I read the comics years ago. Yeah, so did I. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are in a uh, lot of faces that we will recognize and talk about. Yes, it is a unique take on superherodom. So if anybody out there hates superhero movies, a solid chance you won't hate this. I mean, not, you know, I'm not saying like it's like a guarantee, but yeah. yeah. So do that. Uh, we exist on Facebook. We do. John Alex hates stuff. Search for that. We exist on Twitter. Jaws pod. Um, we were up to like 13 followers. So, Woo! you know, the rest of you guys. If anything, for pity's sake, follow us. <laughs> Help us get out of that unlucky number. Yeah, or just to a number that's not soul-crushingly embarrassing. Well, given the... Yeah, 14. That's, we're yeah. talking about the same thing. <laughs> I think, to be fair, I think we have more followers than we have tweets. I know, I'm 100% sure of that. So actually, we're doing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're doing great. Yeah. yeah. So do that. Um, yes. Uh, so next week, we will be watching Super, the Rain Wilson, uh, Ellen Page. Yeah, I was trying to think of like a fun way to describe it, and... It's like rain on a page. It's like rain yep. under it's Ellen Page. Yeah, my Ellen Page. It's like a good wrench. Oh, nice. That's fitting for the movie. Isn't it iconic? Uh, Don't you think? Uh, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>